Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. We're back. And welcome back. <laughs> all, all of the above, right? All of the above. I'm welcoming you back, Brandon. Not the guests, because you... Whatever. No, welcome to the welcome to the listeners that listen to us. Anyhow, that have listened to us. Yeah, I said it. Set out the last few episodes. It was a one-man show. How do we welcome back from what? <laughs> well, it, it, whatever. Or, or to the people that have just, just discovered us. Thank you, too. You know, it'd be great is, you know, write a review or something. We always like that. Engage with us. Just yeah, don't tweet definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Any and all feedback, even even if it's negative, as long as it's constructive, <laughs> you know, you just want to tell oh, us. Oh shit! To like fuck off and you suck. I mean, that's fine too. We're pretty thick-skinned over here. The fourteen questions, okay. but yeah, go ahead and send that to Brandon. Stay <laughs> off the tweets. Stay <laughs> off the tweets, folks. I try to watch that stuff. So, what's new? How was your week? Yeah, you know, just a just another week, I suppose. Nothing, nothing terribly exciting to report. No, other than the wacky weather, but, you know. I'll take wacky weather over the shit that's going on on the west coast of this country, so. Yeah, right. I mean, North Carolina in January, it's always. It'll be, it'll be 10 degrees one day and 85 the next. It's, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It yeah, wreaks havoc rough. on your sinuses, but, you know. You got you got beautiful days, buttressed by uh, just gloomy, awful days. To remind you how beautiful the beautiful ones are, I suppose. I suppose. So what what's new? What's new? What, we're going to talk about tech again, right? Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about recycling, but we'll get there, and you know, some climate stuff. But I guess we'll wait on that. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about some techie stuff. Yeah, no, there's this uh, new new AI that's on the rage, and I feel like we were probably three weeks behind and. And mentioning a thing, but uh, I've been I've been we, playing we, around we, with it a little bit. We just we just talked about AI. Yeah, but not like, this AI. Okay, not this one. I mean, you are correct. Um, I will I will say let me let me throw this out there. I've been I've been enjoying the Twitter Spaces. I know it's a clubhousey ripoffy thing, but I've been enjoying some not all of them, but but most of them shockingly. Yeah, no, space is really fun to jump in on, you know, if you if you're like out of podcasts and you're just doom scrolling, you know, the Facebook or the Instagram or the TikTok uh, side of things. Spaces is really kind of a fun and Clubhouse. I mean, definitely kind of mentioned Clubhouse, which is very similar functionally to spaces or or vice versa. Uh, But what it is, it's interesting to get a group of people together uh, to have a conversation and in through their actual voices, not through written text. Uh, it definitely, you know, makes makes everybody a little more human. It can be a bit more nuanced, and then oh, definitely it's far sure. more interactive, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've, and you know, it's been I've been really appreciative. I met you know I met some interesting people this week. You know, I'm like oh, I've got a forty five minutes or an hour. What am I going to do? I'm listen. I'm out of podcasts. I'll jump in on a space and. You know, I was on one. I think we were talking before we we recorded tonight. One about podcasting, um, sure, run yeah. by um, Pixie, who's at on stage one, and you know, so there's a bunch of people that want to get into podcasting that have podcasted for a long time. They're talking about material, and you know, we were some of us were like, you know, this is 
you know, the one guy was like, well, you know, I do all of that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't do it. I just leave all that over to my co-host, you know, all that audio engineering shit. I run the socials. Um, yeah, the unsung heroes <laughs> of the podcast world, those that sit behind the scenes and slice and well, dice funny. and balance we're, audio. Yeah, we, we were talking about the different roles. And then this, this you know, the guy that's, you know, I guess propping one up or thinking about a thing. He's like, so I don't need to be here. Here, I'm like, no, you need to be on all of them, even if you don't use them. So no one rips you off and no one comes. He's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a little arduous to own your space. You know, yeah, just a bit. Over on, over on the, the IGs and over the, on Facebook. The initial and, setup, yeah, to get, to get all yeah. the social media accounts and all of the RSS feeds integrated for all of the different yeah. uh, hosting providers and in access platforms, I guess would be a good way to say it, uh, is a bit tedious and, and sometimes yeah. a little more serpentine than you would expect. Uh, but then once all that stuff's you know configured for the first time, for anybody out there that may be considering uh, launching a podcast... Once that's done, it's pretty seamless, thankfully. So, Until the shit that goes wrong inevitably goes wrong, which, you know, whatever. You got you to gotta laugh. Dog eats your homework once in a while, right? But uh, I mean, yeah, that's a thing. Normally, normally at that point, it's all technical issues on, on the production side of things, not necessarily on the hosting and distribution side of things. So we take full yeah, responsibility correct. for our own, uh, own technical errors, I suppose. Correct. So I, I guess the interesting thing we could tell folks is, you know, I discussed it. I was, I was asked in a space, weirdly enough, about two, three weeks ago, what, you know, or would we ever consider doing a, a space, a live space? I thought that was actually kind of a neat suggestion. So, um, folks, stay tuned. We might. Yeah, I'm definitely not opposed might, to the idea. Might do a thing. Or, or know, doing a, a live recording here and there, you know, on YouTube or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the idea of having some guests, though. Like, ask us some questions. You yeah, know? well, again, like, you know, for those that have followed the podcast from its inception, we... Uh, we're the 14 questions. We want, yeah, we right. want questions, yeah. <laughs> it's current idea. format and what it's intended format uh, were, are, are vastly divergent uh, simply due to the pandemic and, and the inability to, you know, have access to hosting people and, and interviewing folks. Uh, so eventually we'll probably circle back and kind of slowly tool the thing back to where its original heart was at. But uh, in the meantime. Well, and I, I, I explained that to a few folks tonight because they were like, what was the premise? What was this? And I was like, you know, explaining, you know, we'd be out at a bar or a restaurant or whatever, and people would chime in and be like, you know, what's Section 230 or whatever the hell they'd ask us and saying, well, y'all should do a podcast. I want to know more about that shit. And so for anybody that's a new listener or hasn't heard this, this is where we started. So then the pandemic hit. So... I don't think we did a terrible job of still getting material and we were lucky enough to know some people who were willing to, you know, set up some technical stuff on their side, record remotely, get them in. We had some good guests and, we, and we'll have more in the future. But um, yeah, it definitely threw a curveball. So, you know, spaces might yeah, be kind sure, of an yeah. interesting springboard to start to go back to our roots, my friend. Yeah, no, I, th I think it'd be interesting. I Definitely give, allows you the opportunity to start uh, networking with some folks that uh, may make potentially wonderful guests on the show. Uh, so if nothing else, right, yeah, uh, for sure, it'd be nice to host a space and have some conversations with folks that aren't uh, as one-sided as they tend to be in podcast land, and then uh, go from there. See where, see where see where it takes us. 
Yeah, it's fun. And we're not opposed to that. We like that kind of stuff. So we're talking about the calculator, right? I mean, sure. We well, can we'll, start we'll get into that after. We'll, we'll get into that after the break. Right. What, like, I I'll remember let you my old TI-86 back in 1995. 94. Or so. I think it was mine in 86. It may, it may have been a TI-83. I can't remember. That wouldn't fucking surprise me at all. The good old Texas instruments, right? Yep. Did a did a pot on that one too. But yeah, this is this this has been in the news. Um I mean AI is such a big topic, but we're specifically talking about an area that I think has really garnished attention and surprisingly some really good coverage. You know, I was watching I was you were like, let's talk about this whenever that was Tuesday, and we're recording late this week, um, on a Wednesday. And Monday or Tuesday, you mentioned this, or whenever you mentioned it to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe we'll fucking talk about that." And then last night on the on the on the PBS News Hour, they did a segment, and then I was like, over on CBS, and there was a segment on this, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a oh, thing." Yeah, people are it, people are talking the, about it's a the thing. talk of the town. Yeah, we're, we're, and we're talking about uh, <laughs> it's a new AI uh, chat bot uh, called Chat GPT. Uh, I've been I've been dabbling with it. Uh, you can access it for free and interact with it. Uh, currently, because it's still kind of in uh, a research beta uh, phase of things. Of course you can. Uh, you're the fucking product. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's the product. But yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's very, very fascinating. You know, we've all gone to a website or whatnot and had, had the little chat panel, you know, pop up. And clearly you're interacting with a robot. Um, Not always, you, clearly. I mean, you know when you are. Uh, this is, Sometimes this is like the really, next, really good. Next, next level. Well, I mean, some of them are very fluid, uh, you know, and of course they've been trained. Right. You know, like if you're contacting like support through the chat box on a website, like it's going to get very similar requests. And so the responses can kind of become more and more nuanced um, over time because all the requests are going to be similar. Like I, my accounts locked me out or I need to track something that I ordered and so on and so forth. But chat GPT is like this next level, um, you know, to maybe exaggerate a bit. They, they basically trained it on the entire internet up, up till about 2021. Uh, and the thing just, it's very conversational. Um, you can, you know, ask it questions and then ask for clarification and then, you know, really get nuanced with a discussion with the thing. And uh, it's, I highly recommend heading over to uh, chat.openai.com uh, and registering for the, for the beta here uh, and just playing around with it for those uh, that are so inclined. It's, it's really fascinating. I, you know, I've spent most of my life studying so, you know, sleight of hand magic and whatnot, and I got into a really pretty in-depth discussion about um, really specific... Um, things pertaining to sleight of hand technique and, uh, you know, certain, certain, um, moves and slights with playing cards. And it was able to, uh, have a conversation at a, at a pretty high level with me about, uh, what ultimately is a very niche, uh, subject matter. Uh, and, but, yeah. and it was right on, right on point, you know, and I would ask it, Hey, can you elaborate a little further? Maybe give me some tips on learning, you know, various moves and whatnot and and it had insight into you know things that normally you wouldn't you would not know if you were say self-studying 
this, you know, but they're the type of things that a mentor that has 30, 40 years uh, in that field would be like, well, actually, if you adjust this, you know, pressure slightly here or change your hand position here, you know, just very subtle, nuanced things, uh, which I found was really, really fascinating to me. So let's back up just a, just a hair, at least for my sake, if, if uh, hopefully for the listeners too. So you get your, your artificial intelligence, right? You get your whatever supercomputer shit driving all that. And then you get into these bots that are trying to, you know, basically what do servicing or whatever. Why is this one? Why is this one garnishing so much attention? Do you think? Other uh, than it's just really I'm, fucking. I'm good. guessing one the the scope of information that it has um, available to it, which again is, you know, my understanding, and I could be wrong, but it's essentially the internet you know so you can imagine the the amount of data that it's been exposed to and then it's just it's so incredibly well done in the way that it interacts with you um it's very conversational it doesn't feel mechanical or robotic or or artificial in that sense it's it's very much like having a conversation with a human being you know i've asked i've asked it you know, about certain celebrities. Hey, tell me a little bit about this. Why were they well, so you successful? Were, you were, Why did they do this? You know, and you, you were, you were, you and I were sitting there asking it questions went last week sometime. We're sitting having a beer together and you're yeah. like, check this thing out. Let's ask it some questions. And I was like, oh dear God. Um, because a, a, because of the subject matter that it, that it covers and, yeah, and it's, it's it, anything really, it's really, it's really quite neat. You know, they, I'm looking at the homepage right now, and you know it's it's got like examples you can ask it to get you started. Like explain quantum computing in simple terms, and then you know it, it doesn't just spit one response back. It'll it'll answer you, and then you can ask for more detail or clarification or or, or, or you, I mean you can converse with it just like we're having a conversation here uh, right now. Um, so it's interesting in that it'll yeah. it'll, it'll remember you know what you said uh, in conversation, and then and then you know, construct the conversation based on that. So it has some memory. Um, you know, it'll, it'll tell you, Hey, that's not an appropriate thing. So it has been trained to not, to touch on certain subjects, but, uh, you know, every once in a while it'll get things wrong or make arguments that are incorrect, uh, which is probably something that needs to be tidied up in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it was interesting. Cause so, um, Stephanie sigh over on the, on the news hour or PBS correspondent over there. I mean, she was talking about the fact that she had asked it to, you know, write a haiku or, you know, you know, and then give me images of cats or whatever. It was kind of, it was a very interesting segment. Yeah, no, it's really, it's interesting for fun. I've asked Um, it, you know, Hey, come up with uh, 15 topics for a, a podcast that kind of dabbles in politics, pop culture, technology, et cetera, et cetera. And it, (laughs) it spit out some really good ideas, you know, and I've heard people, uh, are using well, it the, to like the, 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 help the with funny speech thing writing was, and whatnot, and like fleshing out well, initial drafts for speeches and things. And well, know, the funny thing was, we we really laughed, didn't we? Because it was like we had already covered like out of the ten things it gave us. It was like, yeah, we've done nine of those. Yeah, know? no, a lot okay. of it was like very we've spot done those, on tailor made for our podcast. Was, I'm like, I've been there, been there, been there, been there, been probably, there. Probably because it had listened to our podcast, bot crawled us, climbed our website, 
knew knew who your phone was based on God knows what kind of privacy concerns was like. Yeah, just like I mean, once, meet, once this know. thing gets integrated into into various services <laughs> and whatnot, yeah, no, it's it's kind of scary. <laughs> so, what's the GPT stand for? Oh, you know, that's a damned fine question. I, I probably should. Uh, I should probably know that since we're talking. We try about to it do this. We try to. We, yeah, the, uh, we were talking about this, and I was like, I I hate not knowing these acronyms sometimes because you know I'll make them up like generative person talk or something you know i mean like i'll make a thing up that's what it stands for but no i'm just kidding but yeah that's only because that acronym the uh, the gpt acronym acronym is the one that seems to come in on whether or not it's like a chat bot or a chat, i've heard others stuff thrown around which i get chat ai but i'm like yeah. gpt okay what does that mean Gen generative pre-trained transformer Generative pre-trained transformer. Interesting. Yeah, would be the answer. So, yeah, the more the more you know. So, literally, going to your point, right? So, it's it's writing. I won't say like first drafts, but like, hey, you need to you need to go write an essay on something, or you need to turn in a college paper. They're saying this isn't going to get you an A, but this is going to get you either out of your brain block or get you like a few pages to dive into and just start. Yeah, no, you're yeah, own, I, I guess. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's rather interesting. And I think I remember reading an article, uh, you know, where they, you know, it would ask it to write things. And, it, like, it wasn't plagiarizing existing material. Like, it was taking that information and, and synthesizing it into something truly new and unique to it, which is, you know, is a bit dangerous. So I understand Well, that. okay. Some schools and yeah. whatnot are... Are saying no, it, you will not be using Chat GPT. Um, but okay, do you want to go to break before we get into this side? Because this thing does start to get, you know, what was I was asking you the the technical term is what uh, sentient, right? Like it's, I guess some of it's even even planned mistakes or because people have made these little errors or or. Snark, snarks or humors like it it's kind of we're, we're edging into creep like can you really tell it apart especially you know in a short form i don't know do you want to go to break and then come back and talk about how this is gonna <laughs> how, how it could be used for good or evil <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> i think we can do that we'll take a quick break and um, we'll right. be right back Cool. Sit tight. We almost recorded the second half of this show while we were talking on break. <laughs> no, we should have just let it roll, right? Like, I mean, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you got to take a break, and then we just go into like, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? And then it's like, okay, let's stop. Let's get this in the can type thing. So, yeah. Calculators. I'm just kidding. Yeah, this, this, this ain't your uh, 1980s solar-powered uh, pocket calculator, right? Well, okay, so... Technology's for, for, so grown a bit since then. 
Well, and I'm glad you said that, right? So the the first mechanical produced calculator was in 1820, all right? So they were like, oh, shit, we got a thing. And then the first production debut of the arithmometer was 1851. All right, folks, I'm just throwing these things out there. These are just facts that are coming across my screen right now. The history of calculator evolution, right? Blah, 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 whatever. So then you got to ask yourself, like, when did, when did schools, like, oh, my God, you can't cheat. You're cheating. You got this thing in your pocket. Oh, my God, it's going to be like, do two plus two for you. Yeah, whatever. 1994. 94, yeah, you the, finally, finally no longer col- have to do long division on the SAT by hand, right? <laughs> Correct. The college board made a substantial change to the SAT math section and allowed the use of calculators. How pissed would you be if you wrote if you did the SATs in '93? Anyhow, neither here nor there. Maybe there's some pissed people out there. I, um, I, I took my SAT without a calculator because I forgot mine. So it, it the, was what it was. Why? Why does this shit not shock me? <laughs> I got there and was like, I got, oh, I'd be shit. fine about it too, um, with it too, right? But I mean, oh you yeah, know. you're old, so it, it was expected that you did yours without a calculator. Um, because they weren't allowed. No, I was shitty with I was shitty with numbers for a long time, and now it's like, yeah, I don't need a fucking calculator. Fuck that shit. I'll just, you know, I'm just really fast with numbers. Now, dictionary would be handy from time to time. You know what I mean? Like one of those. <laughs> Can I get a thesaurus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, thesaurus. If anybody's ready, anyway, tweets. You know, probably make a mistake or two, but you know, I'm just. And just a spell Thank checker you. would be great for you. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'll take the hits. I'll take it. I'm good, you know, really good at some yeah, things, some and things, then I can miss you know, some other things. Tweeting tweeting yeah. is like texting publicly, so I, I think shorthand and, and jargon and, yeah, you know, abbreviations and punctuation, they, they, it, it, it's, uh, it's free game in Twitter. Like, you're not, you're not writing a fucking white paper. You're just quickly... Mm spewing ideas out there so whatever i think the fair rules, enough the, but I'll, the, I'll, the I'll, common I'll... conventions for texting apply to <coughs> twitter as well until you get the asshole that's like it's there not there or there not there you know it well <laughs> if, if you if you do a thing enough times wrong your autocorrect will be like oh he must want to use it that way i'll just leave it there which yeah you know for, for people sure. that are trying to pay their mortgages i feel bad for you I don't mind when somebody makes fun of me for making a mistake because I didn't, you know, miss a decimal point. You know, I'm good with math. Anyhow, yeah, these things. You got to know your weaknesses. Yeah, and you got to know where you're where where you're strong, where you're weak. Anyhow, so this is fucking fascinating, right? So before I get into this article that I just you know read quickly that The Verge put out there because we like to read The Verge from time to time over here on the 14 questions. This whole idea that somebody's going to get an advantage in this and that and the other, I found it kind of cute at first when I read, read a few of these things. It's like, schools will not allow any students to use this stuff. And then the other comment For I heard now, was, yeah. it's, it's come really far in two years. Can you imagine where it's going to be in 10? And in the back of my head, I'm like, it, it's come this far in two fucking years. Do you know where it's going to be in six fucking months? Yeah, exactly. And, and schools are going to keep this out. How? Of an exponential <laughs> growth. So, yeah, that, they'll come around. I mean, it's just like anything else. Like you know, we, Google. You know, I'd say Google. We've had, we have there are other search engines, but like Google, for a time, was a little controversial uh, because it just it laid all of this information kind of in your lap, 
And if you knew how to use Google or, or use, you know, like Boolean search techniques and Google dorks and stuff like that, you could, you, I mean, you could really um, <laughs> aggregate data very, 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 very quickly. And the same thing, you know, chat GBT uh, in the way it, it looks right now, you know, I look at it as just a, a conversational search engine almost uh, where like, yeah, it's just going to be agree. a commonplace, normal thing to interact with. Um, it's a good first draft, right? Yeah. No, and it, 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 again, you know, we, we adapt with technology, it, I think, in a year or well, two. They'll be like, yeah, of course, we'll I, use chat GPT because, you know, it makes research but, well, that much more efficient. Well, if you said, hey, give me a, a synopsis or, a, you know, an executive summary on X, Y, or Z, I could see the useful and utilitarian value in, oh, shit, it mentioned three things I hadn't thought of. Let me go pull yeah. on those threads no, and I, go again, a little it, further. It just gets you where you're headed faster, which, you know, I'm all about efficiency right. in, in most everything. Um, like, I could spend hours slogging away trying to dig up information, or I could have you know, an AI chatbot present me with what I'm looking for, you know, almost immediately and be like, all right, now I can get down to brass tacks and do what I want to do. Um, so I don't know how the schools are going to deal with this because they're all, all going to panic and be like, oh, and my God. And also, how are you going to audit it, you know? like, yeah. Well, there's been some folks that say that they will create a system for professors that'll be able to scrub a thing and see if it was used on chat. There is, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to give you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw I hope they're, they're trying to watermark that one out or figure out a, a way to <coughs> watermark um, content produced by chat GPT. There's, you know, for academic plagiarism and stuff like that, it, it's probably a good idea uh, to put some of these things in place. But again, you know, no, I'll it, tell you why it's a good idea and just, why it's, it's never going to happen. It's just thoughts and words, right? So how do you watermark that without it being very formulaic um, to the point where you, it would be easy to identify the manner in which it's self-identifying and, and then just alter a few things and bada-bing, bada-boom. You've, you've got well, original I can, I piece, right? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a cat and mouse thing for sure. Well, no, it won't because it will never be allowed. It won't come into law, and this is why we need to be worried. I can't help but to be facetious tonight for a hot second. This is where ascending to elected office is going to really start to fuck things up, right? Because you'll get somebody up there and be like, you know, oh my God, what are you going to do? Hey, chap, GPI, just, just, I need a law real fast that you know does this and puts me in control of these five things and pisses these five people off. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, what's it, the difference? Maybe that's why they have the... What's maybe the difference that's why they between have the, having an aide or an intern write that and having an AI write it, if the end result is the same? <laughs> if you say, here's the agenda, can you can you write that in legalese for me? And in 30 yeah. seconds, it spits it back to you, and instead of somebody slogging away overnight, burning the midnight oil to to write those into, you know, what potentially could be presented as a bill or a piece of legislation... You know, who cares? You know, again, it's, I mean, if you look at it as a tool, if you're feeding, you know, prompts to it and it's spitting it back out, what, what's the difference in the end product? I was trying to be funny different. and facetious, yeah. and now you're actually looking at the utilitarian value of a thing. Okay, I get it. I'm I just mean, saying, you know, again, the, the, we the always look at bureaucracy like, what could turns go right. slow enough, so anything we can do to speed <laughs> that shit up uh, Fair enough, <laughs> seems right? reasonable to me. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like they do too much work up in D.C. anymore. They just, like, make TikTok oh, videos and uh, 
insult each other <laughs> instead of you read, know, working read for the, the people. House so floor, yeah. If we can yeah, train a machine to do it, <laughs> then <laughs> so be it. It's better than what we've got right now. Oh, my God. That's funny. Anyhow, so I, I can see the utilitarian value in this thing. I can also see where it, it goes terribly wrong. Oh, again, like, like, there's always potential for misuse and bad actors and whatnot. You know, I, I was interacting with it, and I, I got a couple of warnings because I, I <coughs> apparently violated the terms of service. Uh, because like everybody else, oh, you, you, I, oh, I checked you, the box. You violated a toss? I didn't really read the whole thing because uh, I was so excited to just jump in and start using the thing. But it, it, I was able to. It, the things I got yelled at for, like, ah, this is inappropriate. Oh, I want to hear this. Um, I want to hear this. What was I was it? able to rephrase my inquiry and generate the same result. And, you know, I, I guess there have been some instances because there are certain subject matters that it's supposed to say, no, uh, we're not. I'm not doing that. Uh, but people have figured out ways to basically like linguistically trick the thing. I want to know. The listeners want to know. What were you? What? How were you fucking with the thing? Well, you know, I, I'm studying a lot in the uh, cybersecurity realm and whatnot, and so I was I was simply asking it to write uh, various scripts oh. uh, in in Bash or in Python. Um, and so the the nature of my request, <laughs> if you use certain words like hack or you know whatnot, it kind of spits it back. But if you if you just if you use the proper technical jargon for what it's doing, it'll still generate those scripts. So and it was really, it was really like, you know, yeah. I, was, I was like, okay, could you write yeah. me like a, a reverse TCP um, connection from a Windows machine to a Linux machine? You know, that sort of thing. And and the thing like, <laughs> starts starts generating scripts for me. Uh, and the really fascinating thing, if if you've ever written or done any programming, um, it mm -hmm. was actually adding comment lines. So it didn't just generate the script oh, and be like, here, you run this. Uh, so a comment line in, in most programming languages is, is a is an octothorpe, a hashtag. Uh, and that basically says to the computer, don't read this. This is for a human to read. Uh, so it just skips a line that's preceded with a, with a hash. And that allows programmers and developers to add notes like, hey, this is what these lines do. And you may want to change this, 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 or this, depending on your needs kind of stuff. It, it allows you to right, leave comments soft, amongst the code. That way yeah, when you go in. it's a soft redact within the industry. Right? Yeah, that oh, way, well, within the you know, community. somebody comes in behind yeah. you and, and they're like, holy crap, what does all this code do? And like, you know, you can kind of, it's like the, the Rosetta Stone <laughs> within program to program. But yeah, it was actually generating comment lines for me as well. So it's like, you know, this is, this is doing this. And so you might want to change this parameter, that parameter. And, and I was like, man, this is really fucking fascinating. And, you know, it's all stuff that, like, I could write myself, but it's just spitting it out in 30 seconds, you know, based yeah, I on I what I was asking that. it to do. Like and I'm like, I'm like, man, and if I, I was going like, to sit shit. down and do this, I'd, I'd, it'd probably take me an hour, uh, you know, for some of the stuff I asked it to do, and then yeah, I'd have to debug it. Uh, so it's really yeah. fascinating. Uh, that like it just again the scope of information it it can generate is is mind boggling to me so again highly recommend people to go check it out it's 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 like it's like living in the future is the best way I could describe it. Well, well, here's the thing. So I'm going to cite this. So it's Tom Warren, um, January 9th, twenty twenty three. Um, let me make sure I'm getting this right. Yeah, pushed pushed an article out in the Verge which we follow from time to time. Um, title of the article is Microsoft is looking at OpenAI's GPT 
for Word, Outlook, PowerPoint. I mean, that sort of integration would be amazing. Well, because you think about it, right? It's already some of the stuff, I'm sure, whatever document I've put out there or handed over to this company or whatever I've done or what you've done, that becomes sort of the collective um, vessel of knowledge or whatever shit tartary out there that this thing can go in and gather from and then put threads and pieces together, right? Yeah. But to, to have to have certain silos within certain industries or businesses or within medicine that as the user is actually thinking and doing a thing, the the AI is actually learning and advancing to then it, push back to you the next time you get into something or, you know, a colleague does something that ties in that's similar. I mean, some of the, some of this stuff. Yeah, is I'm, I'm just over here. Right? Like, yeah, I'm over here imagining what chat GPT like in, integrated into some of these software platforms and then combined with uh, voice recognition, like the number of right. times I've, I've like banged my head against a computer, like trying to create a PowerPoint or something just because it, it, it's a bit tedious. You know, could you imagine it's being like, hey, you know, could you change the background of that slide to like a nice deep navy blue? And I would like that text to uh, come in with a zoom uh, over the course of three seconds. You know, can we bold line three, blah, 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 you know, and just like well, literally and then it's gonna, just describe well, then, to it what you want it to do. And it's doing it instead of interacting with all of the... Uh, multitude of well, tools and buttons in, in some of those programs, man, that would be, that would be freaking fantastic. <laughs> well, then think about the next iteration, right? So the next iteration would be like, do you want to leave your suggestions open? And then, so it would lean in and say, well, the last time you and Dan or whoever were working on projects, you wanted this color of purple in your background. You use these three things oh, yeah, that are the, over on his Dropbox. Yeah, the potential for would you, like non-collaboration and then yeah. moving shit around. You wake up and you're like, you didn't even have to call me or talk to me. And you're like, fuck, that's right. I remembered he did this really cool thing two years ago. And it's just this, this, this vessel of, it's a repository yeah, for yeah, everything yeah, that yeah, your the, brain has like pushed out to make more space for keyed for yeah individual or, or you know or, in-house yeah um correct. functions yeah it's really collaboration like kind of fascinating yeah hmm. that's why i say hmm. you know it's come a long way in two years give it give it six fucking months and we're going to be having these conversations and there's going to be like well if you're part of this microsoft team or whatever whatever team you know, you work yeah, somewhere no, it's, and it's like, well, it remembers some white paper or something you said or chimed in or some interview you fucking did six years ago, which you've forgotten about, or I forgot about the podcast we did two and a half years ago. And it automatically pulls up one of our quotes and goes, you remember when you said this? And you're like, oh shit, that's that Atlantic article yeah, I that, cited. That's a thing. Right? Like, well, again, like integrating this thing with search look fucking smart. would be brilliant. You know, how many times have you pushed <clears> a thing into Google and, and you've just gotten... Like all the results you don't want, and so it's like okay. But even okay. Let me to think that about point, this, though, this, this, and this, and to be able to just converse with it and go. Actually, I was, I was, you know, th those are great search results. But what I, I really wanted, and then to get like much more specific and granular, and for it to be able to, 
understand what it's spitting back to you, not just based on code words and, and so keywords think about this. and so we're, SEO, we, you we're, know. Uh, it's really almost, fascinating. We're, we're almost there in a very siloed way. So Google, Google sees, hey, geolocations, I'm up in X, Y, and Z, whatever, in North Carolina somewhere. The last time I was there, I went to this shopping store and I start to do a thing. And it'll be like, oh, last time you were here, you're blah, 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 right? Based on your search history and geolocation, yeah. blah, 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 right? So you take that to the next step and you say, I mean, I was having a conversation like the beginning of this week and I was talking to somebody about a vacation I was on and, you know, I've got to go to my Apple photos and I'm like, oh, vacation, I was here, tell it where I was, blah, blah, blah. This... <laughs> within like six months or at least a couple of years, less than a couple of years, I'll be like, hey, I'm talking to so-and-so about this vacation, and it'll go, this is everything you've ever told anybody or any exchange of any information you've done via email, text, whatever, if you want to give that amount of privacy over to this thing, would be like, yeah, you recommended this restaurant to so-and-so, they got back to you, this was the review two years later, this is where you were. This is the actual name of the beach because you keep getting it wrong. Whatever the fuck it does, I mean, it, 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 it again, absolutely fucking terrifying. At the same time, could absolutely be brilliant. Oh yeah, I agree. You know, it's it, it eventually. You know, it, as we miniaturize more and more and more, like in data storage and everything, like I can I can picture. You know, it's like you have like an earpiece, right? And it's connected either via cloud or whatnot to to this thing, and it's like having a second fucking brain. Like they can store. No, it, all it's this. like having your. It's, it's having your hard drive that you can like. Okay, yeah, I need no, to free up the space on my computer. Like your brain does this all the time. Yeah, just I've offload, got to move offload this, some stuff. Offload it, shit, contextually, right? it can it just can sort of jump in and recall. Go, ah, here we are. Yeah. No, it's yeah. It's, it's really fascinating that like the direction these sorts of things are heading, and then. You know, you think about other companies that are that are working on like neural implants and whatnot. You're like, man, we are we are living in the sci-fi movies uh, to some degrees, or, we're, or at least we're dancing around the edges. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, you're you are not wrong. And I, I'll bring this up just before we, you know, go too far into a thing because obviously we're gonna have to come back about this because this is just too extraordinary. Really, when you dive down. Oh yeah, now we're gonna we're, we're gonna follow bit. this thing. Um, and yeah, and again, like six months from now, it's probably going to be so commonplace that everybody, it just, it's another thing we take for granted on the internet. Like we've always had it, you know, <laughs> but well, and, but the thing is how much of this, so, okay. I guess there's two ways for me to tee this up. How much of you are you willing to put out there for free under a toss for somebody else to use versus having control over what? has gone through your brain. I think that's... Yeah, no, but it, I, again, it, just, it depends it, on how these it, things get structured and presented to you. Like, I would I would gladly pay to use a service if, if I knew, like, I had a, a private encrypted, uh, you know, cloud storage for my use of a thing and my use only. You know, it, because, again, like, nothing is free. So you get a free service, and generally you're the product. Um, but we've seen right. that, you know, through almost every iteration of social media, like you, the user are the product. <coughs> um, so, you know, do you want it for free? And do you want to sacrifice that, that level of privacy and everything else? Or, 
you know, something, if the functionality is there, I would gladly pay, you know, even a subscription base to, to go, so yeah, I, my data is mine. Uh, and I'm, I'm compensating you for the use of your tool, knowing that my data is safe, encrypted, encrypted and accessible only by me. Um, so again, it just depends on long-term integration and deployment of these things. Um, so this is a great segue into like, right? what, yeah, what ultimately we're probably going to cover in, more often than not. If, if I'm sitting here and, and you and I are spitballing something proprietary, whatever, I'm trying to think of a good example. Hey, we're, we're working on a book, book or something. And I want my thoughts and you're, we're collaborating within that tight group. And we do not want that fed out to the, to the machine yet, if you will. I'm just going to call it the machine. Um, I think that's a paid subscription. There are other times where I'm like, no, I'll be part of the collective beehive. And I don't really give a shit who reads this. The more people that do or catch these threads, maybe I can learn from them yeah. in a larger collective circle. It, but I think those boundaries in the understanding of them, and I understand, I would, I can't imagine that you know the big, the big boys, Microsoft, whoever isn't, they aren't thinking in these constructs. Oh, they have to be this through because have you have to, to consider that with any of these AI, you know, machine learning instances. Every interaction is 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 additional training to hone the platform well, and, to make it better. And so, well, ideally, yeah. Well, let's be to... honest. Let's be honest, right? These companies thrive and survive on the fact that they write code and proprietary shit and sue each other over all the time over environments and code and whatever they consider private to them. So they don't. They see the power in this shit. And, and facilitating a, a collaborative team, I'm sure, at anybody over there in Apple or Ireland land that listens to us chime in, um, getting shit done within a, within a tight private silo is probably pretty important to them. So, yeah, they have to recognize that this is, you know, there, there's so many ramifications for why this could be really good, but then privacy within those silos or spaces becomes so much more fucking important. Yeah. And then and then when do, when does that wall fall down? When does that 70 year copyright law go away and you know going back to what we're going to discuss in 30 seconds which is, you know, the art side and the creative side of this, you know, when is when is Dolly up for grabs, right? Because I think you know I'd mentioned in the, in this Verge article they get into you know, some of the stuff you can do. You're like, hey, you know, you do a little painting in the corner of something and you're like, dolly it up for me. I really, I'm influenced by this, that, or the other. And then you're crafting a thing. And then is that copyright infringement? Is that not? Is that, I mean, I don't, thinking it through, it's not that much different than if I'm sitting here looking at Picasso's or you know, whatever um, Monet's, and I'm influenced, and I want to do my own iteration of a thing. It is my work, but the fact that the tool that I'm using is a computer and it's assisting me, I I I, I don't know. I mean, this is this is li literally. I hope the lawmakers here and well, obviously not here, but the EU <laughs> are paying attention to this shit because. 
this is going to be interesting. This is going to be way bigger than oh, the, yeah, no, the, the, the gorilla taking the selfie or whatever we covered. Wasn't it, was it <laughs> yeah. a gorilla, right? Uh, it wasn't a gorilla. It was a, uh, what, what was it? it uh, I forget the type of monkey or baboon or whatever that it was that, you know, a photographer allegedly dropped his camera. The the primate uh, picked it up and triggered the shutter. And then uh, I forget which animal rights group then sued the photographer on behalf of said primate uh, for copyright infringement. And you know, I think the photographer lost in that case. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think is, so too. I, th- this is kind of yeah, funny. No, they, 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 they don't, the animal don't cast the aspersions. We're going to have to go back so. and listen. We're going to, we're going to have to go back and listen to our, our podcast from, I mean, he should have given it like a back. piece of food, you know, they, they, that would constitute like some sort of agreement to, in purchase uh, for the licensing rights of said photo. You know, I'd make that. I'd be like, I gave it a, a peanut or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty, pretty but some, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you, and not, not to cast aspersions or, or make jokes about primates, but I can guarantee you, looking at the underpinnings of how proprietary stuff, copyright, is argued, because that case was brought to the level that it was brought to, I, I don't see where it doesn't get brought up in in get mentions when we go into this realm of why is the computer helping you create a thing any different than a, than a mechanical brush or an airbrush that, you know, has mechanics behind it because of yeah, X, no, Y, it and gets, Z. It gets and, interesting yeah, to see. It gets really crap. Yeah. Who, who, yeah, who owns it? Because, I mean, the process by definition is somewhat collaborative in that, you know, you're, you're inputting and then it's outputting. But without your input. Pardon me, I, I mean, had to sneeze there. Um, without your input, um, it, there would be no output. And so it's, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, again, it's going to get argued in court. Somebody's somebody's going to have an issue. And there's going to be some copyright. To, yeah. Somebody's going to say, hey, can you write some song lyrics about this, 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 and this? And then they're going to mm. write a beautiful melody to it. Uh, and, and produce. I was going to ask you this, and so on because and so forth. Be, yeah, because because we're the fourteen questions. What's your over and under? Which industry sues first? Um, I think I think it'll probably be uh, music. I don't think it'll be art, I, visual art, uh, simply because it's much yeah, more we're, difficult, we're, in my opinion, to prove ownership of a style. You know, if you say, hey, generate an image of, a, of an elephant riding a bicycle with a top hat in the style of Van Gogh or, or you some, some contemporary living artist, right, uh, in the style mm-hmm. of Banksy, right? And so it produces this image uh, in a style very similar to, you know, Banksy's work. Uh, but it's, do you own a style? You know, do you own a, an overall look across a series of artworks um you know i would say probably not disagree with you i'm gonna agree and disagree with you i'm gonna agree that it's it's going to be music it's going to be something i think it'll be music because it'll be it'll be lyrics or something like that you know that's that's more tangible where you can go okay these words were written by a machine 
not by, by you a machine. Versus. But then the drums were played by a machine. But then I did the whatever. It wasn't a cover piece. It was an original piece. The reason I say that is because I just think there's more attorneys involved and more Muzak people, and there's just more lawsuits in general because music gets consumed at a higher level. And, you know, if not for music fighting technology, Napster or Apple, iTunes, whatever the iteration of all this shit show's been for at least 25 years, um, it's going to be music. I think artists are just sort of like, oh, somebody copied me? That's a compliment. I guess. Oh, it was a computer? <laughs> right. I don't like that. I mean, I think it's it's just, it, it. there's two different levels of whatever. I, I mean, not to say a thing, but whatever. I'm just, so I'm going to agree to, I'm going to agree, yes, but I'm going to disagree why it's going to happen. That or my, my number two would be um, software coders. Yeah, I mean, because they, they, they love suing each other all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, hey, write me a piece of code. Or, or maybe we're both wrong, and it's like, please develop me a iOS that's three inches by five inches on a screen that looks like it has the Apple style, but it has my own style to it. And, you know, they, maybe the boxes or circles or something, and then, you know, they get, I'm, I'm being facetious because these lawsuits have actually happened, folks, um, based on, you know, consumer recognition and, you know, feel of a product, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be fucking great. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be great. All because of the, uh, you know, the chat GPT thing. Yeah, or something yeah. something similar to it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're not messing around either. We're, I mean, we're talking a billion in 2019 that Microsoft pushed into a thing. I mean, it's there's some money flying around here because they're like, okay, this this stuff again. We'll 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 cover this again on a granular level. But as Brandon thought, it was important to cover a thing and. We're usually like three weeks ahead of these topics. I guess it was a slow news day and they got ahead of us. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah, these Here things happen from time to time. So we'll stay on top of they're using that. I'm glad we, it's, we it's touched they're on using it because that, there's, there's going to be a using lot of the fucking, They're using the fucking chat GPT. They're getting ahead of us. <laughs> We're in the long, they're, long collaboration. They're using group. chat GPT to generate news content around chat GPT. Hell, it's 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 hoovering up our our you know our audio and you know website and all our communications. These fuckers are usually two weeks ahead of a thing. We're getting duped, man. Let's sue. <laughs> joking, I'm joking. Anyhow, it's a fascinating topic. So, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to leave it there? Yeah, that was a light a one. Point to uh, to jump off, yeah, yeah, but yeah, folks, check it out. I haven't checked it out yet. I mean, not this, not your level, right? You signed up for a thing. Is it worth telling listeners how you do a thing to do a thing? Yeah, again, yeah, you just need to go over to uh, chat.openai.com, and uh, you can create a free account there, and then start interacting with uh, this language model. It's really fascinating. Uh, tons of fun. It's easy to lose hours uh 
just mm. kind of going back and forth and seeing, you know, one that you can leverage it to, to solve problems and generate, you know, new material for yourself. If, if you're in, you know, various disciplines, but also it's, it's just incredibly conversational, uh, in a way, most, um, chat bots and whatnot that I've interacted with, uh, simply can't hold a candle to. So highly, mm. highly recommend going over there and, uh, figuring out what it's, what it's all about and what all the, what all the buzz is about. Uh, and of course, you know, every time we interact with it, we're just helping to train it to be better. Yeah, that's fine. Just as long as people don't ask it to ask us questions. I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be like, Brandon's like, no, I, do that. I, do I spend that. an hour every do week that. talking to a robot on this podcast. <laughs> 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 oh my! Give me a different one. Give me a different one. Anyhow, you want to leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good point to jump off. So uh, without further ado. All right. Till uh, till next time. Till next time. Sit tight. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.